0: What's up, everybody? It's Keefe, and you're watching another edition of the Weekly Ritual Ghost Cults news show right here streaming across the web. I'm Ghost Cult Keefe. I'm your host every week here at the show. And just to give you a sense of what we do, we're going to run down the housekeeping, give you a little layout of the show so you can see if you want to stick around, run through stuff, get out quick. That's the goal. Usually these take anywhere from 40 minutes to an hour. Hang out with me, talking M-E-T-A-L, and rock with you every weekend. Thanks for being here. We have been in business for over 10 years as a metal website, providing news, interviews, and reviews from around the world. So thanks for being here. First things first, a little housekeeping. Boom. boom, boom. Feel free to ask me questions. Uh, No games or contests tonight. but uh, yeah, if you got any questions about the news or anything else about the world of rock, metal, punk, black metal, death metal, doom metal, I am the resident expert on all these things along with our staff. So we have our deck. Let me minimize myself a little, make it a little more aesthetically pleasing. Where's my banner? Just to remind you again, this is GhostCultMag.com show. Check us out at GhostCultMag.com. We're on most socials, almost all of them at Ghost Cult Mag. And I'm at Ghost Cult If you want to drop us a line, give us a follow, like and subscribe, all that jazz. It helps. Every little bit helps. All right. <clears throat> Let's do the thing. Still Pride Month. Shout out to all our people celebrating Pride. Thanks for being here. Moving right along. There's six nine already. Already first week plus of June gone, and it's been wild. Uh, Halfway point in the year, just about, and uh, just absolutely crazy. So much stuff going on, actually. Uh, So a little bit of housekeeping and the housekeeping meme, which always helps. It helps keep us on message. And then, my friend, let's see, boom, boom, boom. The announcements. So the the lay of the land for the housekeeping is we start the show with some announcements, highlights, some memorable things that need to get mentioned, features here at Ghost Cult that we have going on, interviews we've done, special things we've come up with, feature articles, if you will, we like to call your attention to. Then we go into festival news. We are going to do a big, splashy festival section to just kick off The unofficial start to summer was really last weekend, Memorial Day weekend, but we're going to kick off a lot of stuff this week with the the last couple of weeks were really the unofficial start of summer. But we got a whole bunch to talk about this summer, some we're covering, so we want to highlight those. Then we're going to run down some tour dates that were just announced or some kicking off or that just kicked off or that are wrapping up because I think that's important. Then we go through the regular news, all the big stories of the week. In rapid fire succession, this is the time of year where a lot of albums get announced for over the summer and starting in the fall. As well as a tremendous amount of lineup changes in the world of rock and metal this week. So, um, just wild. And then we usually bring something up from our mailbag. Uh, If you're watching, again, the best experience I say every week, the best experience for this show so far is on Twitch or YouTube or Facebook. If you're watching on those channels, you can see... Off to the side here, I have something cool to unbox from the mailbag, and then we bring it on home. That's what we like to do. So, without further ado, we're going to take a little sip of seltzer. If I didn't have work to do after this, I could be drinking beer, but I have another whole other show where I drink a beer the whole time, so it's okay. Not endorsed by Waterloo Seltzer, but maybe we should be. <clears throat> Anywho, all right. This is a rough one this week. The Iron Sheik died uh, today as we're recording this. uh, An American legend, an Olympic wrestler, turned into a wrestling superstar for the WWF. And uh, just an incredible inspiration. And uh, if you really want a real powerful tribute to Iron Sheik, check out The Rock's video anywhere on social media where he has a social network place and watch the tribute he paid. Uh, he called him Uncle Sheiky. He was, uh, you know, comes from obviously wrestling royalty, The Rock, and was as a little boy, sometimes babysat by Iron Sheik's wife and him, and he's called himself a ball-busting little kid. So, you know, just super sad to hear the Iron Sheik passed away. Um, also this week, uh, passing away was Pat Cooper. Now Pat Cooper is an older comedian and actor and singer, but you might know Pat Cooper. If you ever watched Howard Stern, he's been a fixture on the Howard Stern show, like the last 20 years where he would pop up, just go nuts and then bounce. So um, the beard of truth is here on TikTok. What a great name you have. Uh, I want to have a beard of truth someday. And um but yeah, Pat Cooper was in comedy and movies for decades and decades. This is a funny image of him. Uh, if you're familiar with the Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass album Whipped Cream and Other Delights, which is an iconic album cover of a gorgeous woman covered in whipped cream from antizo so. so this is Pat Cooper's comedy album Spaghetti Sauce and Other Delights. And he's literally covered in pasta. It's just the kind of guy he was. But he was known for like his fits of rage and then spout off and then bounce. And uh, I can relate. I can relate at this age. Alrighty. righty. Um, yeah, Taste of Honey is a great song for real, like one of the greatest songs ever. And then Herb Alpert went on to own and manage AM Records, which brought you Soundgarden and a ton of other heavy metal and rock bands. So it so was a good label, I think, ultimately all acquired by Universal, like everything else. Just a reminder: we are on Reddit, uh, trying to keep up on Reddit posts. There, I know Pete, with this show is on social media right now, but I and I am a social media expert in my day job when I'm not doing Ghost Cult. But just to share with you, we are on Reddit. If you want just a pure source, a news feed of our stories and our interviews and our stuff, and you don't want to have to follow us on Twitter or wait for something on Instagram or wait for this show once a week, we are also on. Reddit and a few other places. Uh, we also have a newsletter that I usually send out once a week on the weekends, and uh, you can always sign up for that. And there'll be like a little recap of our week in there. So we're trying to do that on a more regular basis now. I'm also on Twitch. Going to do a few Twitch streams next week. We have some killer records coming out on June 16th, and I'm going to do a couple of Twitch streams. I'm trying to figure out the schedule. Might do one Sunday, maybe Sunday and Tuesday when I have lighter days. But that's what I'm doing. I'm gonna start popping up on Twitch and doing these, you know, sort of reviews and reactions and maybe some other conversation stuff if people show up there and they want to hang out. Fuzz worshiper is here, underscore fuzz worshiper. What's up? I am also a fuzz worshiper. <clears throat> so it's time for some features. When I find a better feature image, I'll use a better feature image. But I like this creature feature, 25 cents. So interviews this week here at Ghost Cult include Michigander. Michigander is a singer-songwriter. He's performed at South by Southwest. He's from Detroit. He lives in Nashville, and he's got a new EP out. It will never be the same. Super killer. He's co-written and toured with uh, Manchester Orchestra, and he has a bunch of tour dates also about to kick off this summer. So definitely check him out. Super cool, Uh, amazing indie rock singer-songwriter. Also this week, and probably the biggest thing we've done in a minute, we talked to the very fine Dez Fafara of Devil Driver and Coal Chamber. I have interviewed Dez personally probably five times in my whole career, four times for Ghost Cult, and um, just saw Cold Chamber kill it at Sick New World Fest. Uh, I'm wearing my Sick New World hat just coincidentally And Dez gave a very wide-ranging interview about the changes in the band the last couple of years so the music industry, the return of Cold Chamber, why new metal is so popular again, and his memoir that's coming out. He has a two-part memoir coming out, one this summer and one next year. And his management company is so busy, but he's always so good with us. He's generous with his time and his great explanations. So check that video out. Uh, the full-length videos on YouTube. There's a cool excerpt that we shared uh, with some good advice on our socials. Check that out. But yeah, Des of Coal Chamber. Also, this is uh, the logo for Anti-Saint. They are playing at Download Festival this weekend. We'll talk about it in a minute. But super cool underground DIY band from Wyoming makes it on to Download Festival with Metallica Slipknot, Bring Me the Horizon, you know, Alter Bridge. Incredible. Good for them. Rising band. And uh, I had an interview that is going to be on the Ghost Call Magazine podcast you'll be able to check out. And it's real good. I'm uh, not sure why the trash is getting picked up at uh, 1130 at night on a a Thursday, but okay. Okay, San Francisco. Uh, So, again, the Ghost Call Magazine podcast is a thing. We put up a few podcasts every week. The show will be a podcast for the future in case you don't have time to check in and join us live and you want to catch up or if you got to jump, and you want to catch up on what you missed, the rest of it, check out the Ghost Code Magazine podcast. Another podcast we rep that we share here is the Heavy Business Podcast brought to you by C-Squared Marketing. I was a recent guest, and I talked all about how bands can leverage advertising to promote their albums and streams and songs and tours. So definitely check that interview out. I have a whole background in music marketing and have been a music marketing trainer and teacher and seminar runner in the past. So there's that. Also, I am the co host of the Glacially Musical Podcast, as in pour a beer, beer metal, swearing, vinyl, sometimes NHL hockey, all kinds of stuff. We just kicked off a brand new series on the red hot chili peppers. Jay Moore Rock Utography is here. What's up, Jay Moore? And uh, Shine Down with a Pretty Reckless. Awesome. Love the Pretty Reckless. I like Shinedown. I think I don't sit around and listen to Shinedown albums, but I would say I saw them live a few times and they're very exciting. And they did a tremendous uh, set at Aftershock last fall in Sacramento nearby me. Uh, They had kind of like a fireworks display in between every song of their performance practically, which was like, oh, that's new. Never seen that before. And, um, uh, we do not do music rep- requests, Aaron, on TikTok, but I thank you for asking uh, because I don't want to get demonetized. Um, you know, I, I'm i on the fence. I think I liked one of those two albums by the Chili Peppers. A uh, question came in, user 4719. I can't read the rest. Um, I like one of those two records. The other one I didn't like that much of the two new ones. We are doing a podcast series on the first six Red Hot Chili Peppers And so the history, the early days, the first few albums, the big ones you all know, and then one more right before the more recent era, but uh, I grew up a big Chili's fan, I used to slap at the basement in a band, and I f- killed myself trying to be able to play like Flea in high school, I broke my tape of Mother's Milk, um, yes, thank you, I am wearing my carcass shirt there, word uh john is back in the saddle he is a genius he is a bona fide genius hotel Mata is here what's up hotel Mata? um i think there was another question on tiktok i was trying to answer um slipknot we have the slipknot news coming up you hang in there Wyatt the pimp and uh or the imp no it's the pimp Wyatt the imp pimp and uh i don't know how short you are probably not that short Wyatt the pimp and uh Hang in there. We got the Slipknot news coming up in about five, ten minutes if you want to hang in there with us, because I have thoughts. Many. Um, also, also this week was the 20th anniversary of the snare sound from hell. St. Anger turned 20 years old. Holy crap. Um, it's not quite a classic album, but we did a retrospective review written by, speaking of, my partner, and the host of the Glacially Musical podcast, Nick Cameron, who also is a music writer and blogger, and in the past, beside a beer and vinyl appreciator, and he's a huge Metallica fan. He even likes Lulu, unbelievably. I think it's horrible, but uh, we we he did a very good examination. I think a very fair review of the Saint Anger album and its pluses and its many minuses. But uh, twenty years for this—they're not all bangers. We love Metallica here. We do a lot of there's a Metallica news coming up later. Because every time they do something, people, they click it on our website. So I end up talking about them. But I do love them. All righty, moving along. This is the first. This is a new affiliate sponsor. We've been really lucky and had a few new affiliate sponsors. You might know that we are affiliates with Liquid Death Mountain Water and High BNB, which is Airbnb for people who get lit on weed. And a few other things. We were talking last week about supplements. Clear Wellness 360, shout out to you. There's still a link in our description this week. From that, I've been taking these supplements and feeling a lot better. Hopefully, it's going to help with my insomnia and my gut health because that stuff's trash. But we have a new partner you might know, Merch Bar, which will get you authentic band albums, vinyls, and... Cassettes, shirts, posters, patches, pins, whatever you like. Merch Bar has it. A lot of bands use Merch Bar as their main source of merch delivery. And if you buy something at the Merch Bar store with our link, you get a discount. So you definitely want to check that out. And we get a little money back. And it helps us keep the site going. It helps us do stuff like this. And um, I'm so stoked. Uh, Just in this ad that I pulled down, here's Skid Row's new vinyl. Uh, Paul Bear, I have that vinyl. Twisted Sister, a classic CD. Uh, Three Days Grace, if you like them. A double EP from Meshuga, which I also have. And then uh, here's some shirts that they're selling right now. Residents, the classic Mastodon that they had on their recent tour. Silence of the Lambs, shout out to one of my favorite movies of all time. Bon Jovi, Slippery When Wet, which came out when I was in junior high school. Uh, Rolling Stones, logo, and the band, if you like some classic rock. So pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um. Yep. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Thomas. I appreciate you. Um, if If there's uh, anything you're curious about, you want to ask away. Oh, Mastodon totally rules. I just saw them uh, like a month and a half ago with Gojira, and they're they're awesome. They're in a real good groove right now. I'm really looking forward to even more music from them. Uh Skid Row made a new album with their new singer, and it's amazing. Honestly, it sounds like the record that should have came out after Baz left the band. No disrespect to anybody else. John Solinger was a great singer. They've had other good vocalists in the band. But this is probably the best Skid Row has sounded since the glory days. And I have an interview here on the channel with Snake Sabo. You can go find it or I will pin it uh later on in the rebroadcast on YouTube. But what a great guy. He was incredible. And he not only is an incredible guitar player and a music industry veteran, he's a band manager. So he has some specific insights about the music industry. If you've got a band, you definitely want to Check that out. Can I name one thing that is not in the Bible, but everyone believes there is? Um, That's a curious question, Robert Hammond. Um, I don't know. Um, The stork? I don't know. Um, Not a big organized religion person. I was raised with religion, but I am not religious. Uh, White people. Funny. You got jokes. You're not wrong. Um, That's also correct and would be historically accurate. Good job. All right. <clears throat> Let's see what else. That's So that's a uh, Merch Bar. Please check them out and use our link in the description to get a discount at Merch Bar. We appreciate it. Moving along, it's time for the festivals. And like I said, not only are we going to talk about some festival announcements and some festival going ons, but some new festivals and some festival updates and kind of a little summer preview for the ones that haven't happened yet and a few down the road at the end of the year. So I'm going to try to blast through these. I love music festivals. I've been to a few all around the world, America, Canada, Europe. So I I have to say I'm a big festival person. I just came from, again, sick new world. It was grueling, but it was wonderful. If they do a line, I don't even know if they'll be able to top that lineup, but they're going to try because they're definitely coming back for 2024. I'm going to take a sip of seltzer and move on to the festivals. All right. Download Fest is already underway. They just had day one today, headlined by Metallica. Let me tell you, Metallica played an old school, mostly old school set, like 75% old school songs, and then a few new ones and a couple of others. So super, super stoked about that. We are covering the festival. Our, Our person on the scene, our dude on the scene is Rich Price, and he is out there covering it for the weekend for Ghost Cult. Tomorrow is headlined by Bring Me the Horizon. Once again, Metallica on Saturday. And then closing it out on Sunday is Slipknot. Spoiler alert, a lot of weird and crazy goings on in the Slipknot world this week. So, two festivals coming up in the UK after download is over. Black Deer Festival next weekend, which is usually like alternative rock and hard rock and... Sometimes blues and other stuff, but a cool festival we've helped support and promote in the past. The Pretenders are back. They had a recent album, uh, Nathaniel Ratliff, Ratliff and the Night Sweats. Bonnie Raitt, who's awesome. Bears Den, Midlake, Steve Earl, Kurt Vile and the Violators. Lucinda Williams, who we've even interviewed back in the day here at Ghost Cult. She's an incredible country and Americana artist. Just an absolute genius uh, and so many more, so that's cool. And then Arctangent, probably more for you metalheads, Arctangent Festival is coming up this summer. Converge, and Kaven, and Brutus, and Lung, and Seek, and Liturgy, and The Ocean, whom we just interviewed, and Enslaved. Devin Townsend was recently named as the final headliner. Igor, Rolo Tomasi, Gold, Health, so many cool bands. Arctangent is awesome. And we're looking forward to it again. And then this, we got an update to uh, Camp Punksylvania taking place over Labor Day weekend in Pennsylvania. If you love pop punk and hardcore and all manner of emo punk, they just added the following bands. I'm going to read off some of them. The Barstool Preachers, Lenny Lashley's Gang of One, Scott Reynolds, Working Class Stiffs, Amy Gabba, The What Nows, Vulture Raid, The Karens, ASMR, good band name, by the way. Uh, the Wasted, No Compliance, Sweet Annie Marie, The Chemical Imbalance, Condition Oakland, named for a Jawbreaker song. I like it. Uh, Black Guy Fox and the Co Conspirators, and more. That festival is already headlined by, uh, I mean, it's got already includes The Suicide Machines, a Wilhelm screen, Tsunami Bomb. Those are your three main headliners. Bad Cop, Bad Cop, War on Women, awesome. Dolly Ross, awesome. The Barstool Preachers, Belvedere, Mikey Erg, and many more. So we are looking forward to that festival. And I have an interview coming up with two of the three founders. And it's going to be rad. So check that out when it drops. Also, just coming up this fall, we just had Sonic Temple, which we have a review coming, I believe, tomorrow. Uh, and so that's the Danny Wimmer festival. They have incarceration over the summer. And then they come back for louder than life in Louisville, Foo Fighters, Weezer, Rancid, Tool, Godsmack, Limp, Biscuit, Avenge Sevenfold, Pantera, Falling in Reverse, Meh, Green Day, Queens of the Stone Age, and Turnstile. And then Aftershock in my backyard here on the West Coast, Avenge Sevenfold, Tool, Corn, Guns and Roses, and some of the same usual suspects as the other shows. So. Pumped, pumped for the Danny Wimmer festivals. They always do a great job. We don't really have anything as huge as Download, but the Danny Wimmer festival, like the next biggest thing. They did have Metallica a couple of years ago. So maybe at some point they'll have them again. Riot Fest, just mentioning again Riot Fest is coming up this September on my birthday weekend. I will be there. So if you're in Chicago, ping me at Ghost Cult Keefe, DM me, and let's hang out and drink beers and coffee, and all kinds of stuff. Foo Fighters, Turnstile, The Postal Service, Death Camp for Cutie, Queens of the Stone Age, The Cure of the Mars Volta, Mr. Bungle, Tegan and Sarah, Gaslight Anthem, Mayify, Death Grips, The Used, Dresden Dolls, Say Anything, Interrupters, Floggy, Molly, Frank Turner, Pennywise, Bayside, L.S. Dunes, Gorilla Biscuits, Code Orange, White Reaper, Fake Names, many cool bands. Any cool bands on that lineup? This is super cool. Speaking of Chicago and Riot Fest, this is a three-day celebration of Cannabis, the Cultivate Festival. I believe this is the debut Cultivate Festival in Chicago. Friday's headliner is Crum. Saturday has the Record Company and Graveyard with an exclusive U.S. date, so if you love some stoner doom, you need Graveyard. Jizza on Sunday, Other, and Julian Marley, and Earthless, and Fishbone. Actually, Sunday looks like the best day, but also The Far Side, Black Lips, Dry Reef, Andy Fresco, Lucky Boys, Confusion, Murphy's Law, Max Sabbath, and many others. So that looks like a lot of fun if you are in the area of chi the Windy City. Also, this, uh, I believe it's Labor Day weekend, is Rocklahoma, Gons, Limb, Biscuit, Pantower, Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie doing that big summer tour and then finishing up at Rocklahoma. And I think there's a, what's the Thursday night lineup has Warrant, LA Guns, Bullet Boys, and Voodoo Moonshine, if you like your glam rock. So hard rock and glam rock happening with a little hardcore, looks like Code Orange and some other bands at Rocklahoma this year. We've covered Rock, Oklahoma. Just a reminder Punk in the Park takes place late in the year. Pennywise, Descendants, Circle Jerks, Goldfinger. I believe Descendants and, and Circle Jerks have a tour also this summer. Suicide Machines, The Lawrence Arms, The Dwarves, Rotting Out, Wilhelm Scream. Again, boy, they're everywhere since they came back. The Queers, Deviates, We Are the Union, and some others. Punk in the Park, Orange County. Oak Canyon Park, November 4th and 5th. Remember, remember. This is exciting. So uh, Hawthorne Heights has this series of festivals. I'm not sure if this is a traveling festival or a tour that's kind of like a festival on each day. But this is the Is For Lovers Festival. And they had already announced a bunch. Ohio and other ones. And now they've announced three more. California, Utah, and the Boston area. And they all look kind of killer. California has one more co-headliner to name. They have Alkaline Trio, Blank, other headliner, and um, Sleeping With Sirens, Bayside Thursday, a trade to Shea Amore, Hawthorne Heights. They never put themselves at the top of the bill, even though it's their festival, which is wild to me, right? Um, Utah's For Lovers has Alkaline Trio. Uh, They just lost their drummer today. I should have saved that for the news, but yeah, their drummer of 22 years, Derek, has left the band. I'm sure they'll get somebody for the summer tours. Pup, Four Years Strong, Hawthorne Heights, 303, Plain White Tees, Uh, Red Jumpsuit Apparatus is on a bunch of these. And then the Massachusetts Is For Lovers kind of looks like the best one. Still one more band to be announced at least. Rise Against Alkaline Trio, Bayside, Silverstein, Hawthorne Heights, Emery, Further Seems Forever, Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, and more. Uh, I think we're going to be covering that date of the Is For Lovers uh, extravaganza. So that's kind of cool. You can stay tuned for that coverage coming in late September. And now that's it for the festivals. There'll be more next week, invariably. But here's some concert tours to get through. Tool finally did much teasing on behalf of Tool after playing at Louder Than Life. And Pussifer just landed in Europe for summer tours. But Tool has now formally announced their fall headlining tour. They have a few festivals to play, as we mentioned earlier, and then they're going to do these headline shows. So last couple of times I saw Tool, it felt like a farewell set list, like with some old school stuff. I know when they toured earlier this year, they played some stuff from Undertow. Toby Lekanasoa is here. What's up? What's up? On Instagram. And Jamie is here on TikTok. Hi. How are you doing? where you've turned into our rock and metal news show. Feel free to ask any questions you have about the current state of rock and metal. And that could mean anything because there's a lot of different flavors of rock and metal. So tool tour dates coming up. Also kill switch engage kicks off a couple of shows this weekend. We will be covering the new Hampshire date tomorrow night. Kill switch Engage, fit for an autopsy, death ray vision and paradise slaves at the casino ballroom I have seen many a show at the casino ballroom when I lived in the New England area This is exciting for me personally Biohazard on the strength of their comeback show with their classic old school original lineup at the Milwaukee Metal Fest which there's a te- uh, like a recap video you can watch of that on their YouTube Biohazard is playing a couple of shows in Manhattan in a few weeks Headline that one of these shows, the one on this poster is Biohazard, Sworn Enemy, Sheer Terror, Fury of Five, Just Reunited, uh, a bunch of other bands. at Irving Plaza, again, was one of my home bases growing up in New York. And uh, just super stoked. And uh, I guess Evan Seinfeld today announced in an Instagram post that he was looking forward. They're going to make a new album. And the, he's so pumped and, and hot and just like hopped up on this reunion right now we did an interview really recently when it was first announced the comeback earlier in the year with a uh, billy Gracia day and uh, you can check that out the ghost call magazine podcast perhaps i will link that in the show notes all right uh this is distance and left to suffer this is a cool cool tour that just got announced i'm kind of stoked on this scooter. 75 is here. Is it Scooter 0075 or 0075? Good to see you back. Always good to see you. Appreciate the support. We just seem to be on when you're on. I appreciate that you're here. Earthless just announced a bunch of tours. They are heading over to Europe. Uh, if you have never seen Earthless and you love the psychedelic Stoner Doom, you need to see them live. Uh, band is very busy. Isaiah Mitchell plays with Black Crows, who are already doing some stuff this summer. And the other guys in the band produce other bands and play in other bands, but Earthless, always a killer time. And I think this includes some festival appearances and stuff like that and headline dates. Again, Gorilla Biscuits, my favorite hardcore band ever, has announced their full slate of summertime tour. Uh, you know, their their tour stops, their tour dates, and it's gonna be lit, as the kids say. Uh, huge fan of Gorilla Biscuits. Go back and check out your start today. The Essential New York Hardcore record from 1989, 88, 89, maybe 89. Essential. Go get it. Uh, we talked about this last week, but uh, relevant again. a Amarath has announced these kind of two one-off shows in America, but also just kicked off a whole bunch of tours in Europe, including this weekend, tonight, they play in Nova Rock in Austria. They've got some festival dates, Grass Pop next weekend, Hellfest in France, uh, Our home, one of our home venues in the Netherlands at 013, Popodium, Notfest Italy. Uh, very, very cool. Huge amounts of touring. And then they come back to America after mid-July. They come back in the beginning of August To kick off their co-headline tour with Ghost. So that is going to be a lot of fun. That actually tour kicks off right in my backyard. A train ride away. Maybe I should go see it. Let's see. Acid King I just saw last weekend. This is the poster from that show. It was a hometown show in San Francisco. But uh, they are on tour right now. Behind their brand new album. Definitely go check them out. Again, another Stoner Doom classic. Yes, I know all about the Slipknot news, literally three minutes away from talking about Slipknot, 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 and I have so many thoughts. Raquel Figlo is here. You're up late. How are you doing, Raquel? Uh, I have some news that you would be concerned with later in the show, Uh, because I can't stop talking about that band we love. Um, But yeah, Slipknot news coming up in a second. Just let me get through the rest of these tour dates, everybody. Uh, This is Imperial Triumphant uh, with an incredible poster. Did you hear that they just put out a cover of Radiohead's OK Computer? Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. Uh, Black metal cover of Radiohead. I didn't know I needed this in my life. Burial Clouds is here. What is up? What is up? So Imperial Triumphant announces another string of dates in Europe. They are kicking off in, in a couple of weeks. The Darkness, we were talking about them a few weeks ago. They announced their permission to land tour for Europe, and now they have announced U.S. dates. If you're a big fan of The Darkness, I know a lot of people love Justin's YouTube live streams and shows where he breaks down songs and creates debates and plays a little guitar and sings. So I am, yeah, Darkness is great live. I've never been a humongous fan, but I've seen them live and I wasn't. I wasn't uh, but heard about it. I thought they were good. They have a lot of energy, and they love rock and roll, and that's all I care about. Um, you know, so not every band is going to be for you. And I have some controversial takes of bands that everybody loves that I don't, but whatever. Overkill, which we just had a recent interview with on the strength of their new album that's out now, Overkill has just announced a headline tour of America kicking off in July with Heathen. And X Order probably is that I might not have that order right, but Heathen and X Order and Overkill, what a actual banger of a bill! I think they're all on the same label, Nuclear Blast. And um, X Order is working on a new album. Overkill has a new album. Heathen, I believe, is working on a new album. So, good times if you love thrash and heavy metal. Rare God Creations is here. What is up? All right, uh, Arrival arrival of Autumn, I also just saw this weekend here in California. They have one more week of their tour, uh, so definitely catch them on their tour dates. Their new album, Kingdom Undone, is out now, and again, they are notable because they are one of the first bands ever to go from being on Blood, blood Blast Distribution, I can talk, I can speak words, they went from Blood Blast Distribution, which is kind of like the farm team for Nuclear Blast, to the main label. In just two albums. So that's super impressive. Great guys. Killer band. Kind of death metal. Metalcore. They have a sick kind of death metal-y cover of Ozzy's Bark at the Moon. That is unbelievably heavy and fun. And they put on a really great show. I was really happy about them. Go check them out. They'll be announcing some new stuff soon, I believe. Get your pull. 333 is here. Hey, get your pull. This is amazing. I guess this is a one-day, one-off festival in Portland. Sabretooth. Uh, or at the Sabretooth, but this is Yob, Ludacra, and again, what will be one of their last shows, because they're trying to exit as a band. They reunited late last year to just do a first couple of shows back. They played a couple of other Northwest Terror Fest and a few other things, but they are supposedly retiring forever. But Yob, Ludicra, Uada, Will, Rhododendron, Hoaxed, Ghostbath, and Year of the Cobra cloak and more wow what a lineup that is and i was just talking about your band jameson is here from arrival of autumn did you hear me talk about your band literally 30 seconds ago i conjured you like the candy man uh i was talking about how much fun that show was literally that has never i think this never happened before where i'm doing the show and somebody i talked about in the show popped up right when we've had that other people show up on the show we've spent some quality time with, but never popped up on the show immediately, right, when I was talking about them. That's hilarious to me, maybe not to you. All right, made it through the first part of the show. Now, the thing everybody, yeah, Humanity's Last Breath's new single is awesome, dude. So good. Uh You know, I try to like not make these things super long, but long enough it's, you know, it seems like YouTube and Twitch reward long streams, uh, obviously. And, and maybe TikTok. We seem to do well on TikTok. Can I? Yeah, do, 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 yep, no. Nothing new on TikTok that I can tell. People are hanging out. And uh, yeah, just, yeah. It feels like the longer streams do better on the bigger services. And then Insta, maybe. And the others, I'm not sure. But anyway, time for the news. And of course, the news of the week, the 800-pound gorilla in the room. On the eve of Slipknot's tour yesterday, they announced that Clown is not going to be on tour with the band this summer uh, as, as so far. Uh, his wife has got a chronic illness, and he's staying back to help her with some health issues. You know, Clown is no stranger to tragedy in his life. He's had a litany of shit happen to him, and he certainly deserves to take time away with his family. El Dumoro Uno, you have an amazing name. Holy shit. Um... But yeah, uh, you know, so Clown is not on the tour. And then the bombshell happened right after that. Uh, The bombshell news, which I guess I don't have a slide for it as I mouse around, is that Craig Jones is out of the band after 27 years. And uh, the band made an announcement. I think they just called him Jones in the post. Like, Craig Jones is no longer a member of Slipknot. We wish Jones the best in his future endeavors. It seemed a little cold. We did not hear from Craig. It may have been coming for a long time. And you know that I know that some members of Slipknot's extended families are on social media. And you should not harass these people to try to get information out of them because you love this band. I understand loving a band a lot and worshiping the band, but trying to leave their wives and families and kids alone. Um, so people like haranguing their family. And it seems like Craig... Apparently, you know, this is a decision that wasn't hastily made. He wasn't fired. He and the band have mutually parted ways. And, you know, I know it's shocking. 27 years in the same band and then walking away seems crazy to people. Uh, This is one of the most successful bands in the world. You know, they fired Chris Fenn a couple of years ago. He popped up in the news recently saying that he misses the fans and not much else about being in Slipknot. Harsh. But, uh, you know, he left acrimoniously and you know they lost a couple of guys to you know joey had left the band and they replaced him and then he passed away and paul passed away and so you know it's the the circle is tightening from this band but it doesn't seem like they're planning to stop or slow down as far as i know and then they went up well you know that album last year was very controversial we personally i loved it and and we gave it a good review but a lot of people were divided on it. And, I, you know, I think it was on purpose. They made a record that was purposefully jarring and uncomfortable for their fans. And then they announced, would well, not really announce the name of the guy, but they have a new replacement for Craig ready to go. His mask, by the way, let's get some opinions on this mask. I think this mask kind of looks like the Joy Division album cover that everybody that wears the shirt of. Um, kind of a gimpy mask with a Joy Division nose. I don't know. Joy Division artwork nose um so yeah you tell me what you think about this you know um they are kicking off a tour tonight they're they're headlining download and they're playing not fest Italy and all these things and apparently they have new masks and maybe new jumpsuits because uh um Jay Weinberg teased a brand new mask for him so like I think there's a lot of things coming a lot of and and again we still might get that unreleased Slipknot album and they did put out a new music video today for the song Death March directed by Clown. So even if he can't tour with them, his bloody handprints are all over this band. And uh, I don't know, they're like on top of the world in a lot of respects. But it is, I, I can understand if you were a longtime fan and they have their second member departure in two years or so, it might be off-putting to you. But you know, drop a comment, let us know what you think of uh the new Slipknot mask guy and um you know what the future of the band is. Um, yeah I get it I get it a lot of people are you know you just don't know this is the thing like you don't know what goes on behind. none of us know what goes on behind the scenes bands know management knows and maybe their family knows and nobody that's not in that band really understands and since 2003 it's really clown Corey and their management guiding everything and driving everything and everybody else has kind of been an employee and that was by design they designed that way to be that way and uh you know um best of luck to them we'll find out how it goes um yep so uh he in a, like the uh the hits keep on coming because there's a lot of band departures this week i talked about the uh alkaline trio drummer retiring from the band after 22 years this is silent planets thomas freckleton hope i said that correctly freckleton and he has left the band after also a very long time in that band. He made a pretty deep post on Facebook about making this decision to prioritize his family and personal health and well-being. He's internally grateful to the band. The band wasn't seemingly, you know, caught off guard by this. So apparently this was much discussed and talking. He has a music store, he's got a baby, an infant, basically. So you know, eleven years with a band is a long time in this age. And he also has departed that band. If you're a fan, also just randomly, uh, before I go on, let's see. Do 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 do. Jay is good, and Joey is good to just do, 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 do different animals, but they still put on a good show, yeah. Of course, yeah. I mean, Jay is not Joey, uh, and Joey was integral to all their early songwriting and their sound and his incredible over the top playing. He really helped kind of. Uh, we did a whole series on the League musical podcast about slipknot's career and albums uh, like the early ones all the way up and we were talking about kind of like you know a lot of death metal people didn't like slipknot and thought they were too rappy but slipknot's roots are actually in midwestern death metal several members of slipknot were touring members of anal blast and other death metal bands you would know by name and uh all have tremendous chops like don't doubt for a second those guys can play the most heavy brutal things but also they make other music and Corey is also got such a talent you such a broad talent that you would you know make use of it but i understand i know people that got off the slipknot train after iowa and don't like the other records so i mean you know but here's in flames this is this kind of shocked the shit out of me uh bryce paul has decided to step away from the band It was seemingly done suddenly because the band, I guess, didn't quite know. They are also kicking off a European tour and festivals, had their own festival this summer. And uh, they have replaced him at least on tour for the time being with Liam Wilson, you might know from the Dillinger Escape Plan and other bands like John Frum and other projects. So good luck to Bryce Paul. We'll see what he does next. But um, Sanguisa Ganat, that's funny. uh, I like to call him Snoop Boggy Bog, but uh, Sanguisica Bog. Yeah. Everybody was talking about them. and uh, But, yeah, surprising news. Uh, Bryce Paul has been part of In Flames for seven or eight years since uh, uh, Peter Ewers left. So, a mm. little surprising. A little surprising, uh, surprising news. Uh, Slayer, did you celebrate the International Day of Slayer? Every 666 or June 6th is... International Day of Slayer. It's also Tom Mariah's birthday. Carrie King is also a June baby. And uh, this is an awesome photo, if you're watching this on our, our streams that Enable This, uh, shot by Evil Rob Photography, Evil Rob Noxious there, our ghost cult photographer, covered one of the many people who covered the farewell, multi-year farewell Slayer tour. And this is, you know, this was the end of their show. It was a big fireball and the Hanneman still raining. Angel of Death Banner. Um, do you miss Slayer? It seems like the whole world went to hell right after they retired. They stopped there. The last show was the end of 2019. And then the whole world kind of imploded. But uh, I still rep Slayer hard. I uh, Until a few years ago, they were the band I had seen almost the most times of any band. Just happened that way. It wasn't necessarily uh, by design, but just happened. Melvins. Are you ready for a new Melvins record? Well, you've got one. Melvins. Sort of new, sort of not new. They put out records with Ipecac recordings. I just saw them at Sick New World Fest and also on the Ipecac Geek Tour, headlined by Mr. Bungle with Melvins in the middle and Spotlights in the opening slot. And Melvins also puts out a ton of other records with uh, Amphetamine Reptiles. Still a thing that label from the 90s. And so they put out and recorded this year The Devil You Know and The Devil You Knew. The Devil You Knew and The Devil You Know. So this is a two LP set of their very first 1986 demos. And then they re-recorded them with the current band with uh, uh, Stephen... McDonald from Red Cross on base. Hey, Claudia A. Crespo, good to see you here on Instagram. Thanks for watching our show. We appreciate you. Melvins do consistently put out good records or great records, honestly, Scooter. I love working with God. Bad Mood Rising came out earlier this year. Just boom, there it is on streaming. Now they've got vinyl. They're incredible live. They went out in that desert heat at 100 degrees and no clouds and no breeze and they just buzz in his tunic and Stephen in his. Uh, very natty threads, his his suit, and Dale in his usual black t shirt and jeans, and they just killed, man yeah, they just killed, uh, and they played kind of like a very thrashy, fast version of Revolve, which was funny to me. Um, but yeah, this is Killer. This is on vinyl. This is on. I think it's on. Might be on CD also. That's from Amphetamine Reptile Store, which not only has a lot of Melvin's Killer and rare stuff, but also all the Amrep artists uh cody versus dale oh i don't know man i mean obviously cody is younger and maybe a slightly different kind of drummer but dale is eternal bro 40 years of just slaying the kit he keeps getting better and better he's also a hell of a songwriter he put a solo record out a couple years ago i interviewed him for that i interviewed him for the melvin's 40 uh i'm proud to be a melvin's longtime fan uh so yeah melvin's new sort of new old album uh check it out Wino has a documentary out. It actually came out earlier in May, but I just wanted to let you all know that it has hit streaming and streaming services and you can buy the DVD. And um, I didn't really plan for this, but in the meantime, while I'm talking about metal documentaries, are you aware of Thunderflix, which is kind of the metal version of Netflix for metalheads? You should check it out. They have an app. There's a free version and a paid version. And you can watch all the great metal documentaries on there. And they're adding new content all the time. So definitely take my word for it. I think I will do a review of the service. I haven't done one yet. But um, I think I'll spend like a weekend watching stuff on it and give you guys a little review and maybe a video. I'll figure out how to do a screen recording. And uh, you should check it out. Thunderflix. It's definitely worth it. Um, There's also very cool metal documentaries for free on Tubi. But... Thunderflix is like a very cool made for metalheads by metalheads. So that's like the thing I wanted to express to you all. All right. Geezer Butler's debut memoir came out this week Into the Void from Birth to Black Sabbath and Beyond and I am about to start reading it. I have to finish the Brian Slagle new book first and another and write a review of another book I already read about the history of goth. But Geezer's book is out. And there was a real interesting revelation uh, that kind of knocked me back a little. I did not know, for instance, that Geezer Butler's wife, Gloria, who manages him and other metal concerns, and Sharon Osborne hate each other. And because of this, not that that's surprising, but because of this hatred, he actually hasn't talked to Ozzy in several years. So for people hoping that Black Sabbath, you know, is going to come back and do like a one-off festival date somewhere ever, these guys are not even talking, Um, which is horrible. Like, now he said, look, we're brothers. I love Ozzy. We will always have that bond. If you call me tomorrow, I'm happy to talk to him. Me and Tony, we will always be, be bros. I did not say that about Bill Ward, but that sucks. But, you know, it's just odd to me that Gloria and Sharon, hate each other but because he said actually geezer said our wives kind of run our lives which is really funny i have never been married and had a few relationships but like yeah i can't imagine my wife hating my best friend's wife and then we just don't talk anymore that seems shitty but anyway i thought that was interesting i will let you know what i think of the book after i read it with a review at ghost we're almost through this, folks. Clutch last week put out a box set of singles, seven-inch singles, based on their Sunrise at Slaughter Beach album from last year that was awesome. And it's not that expensive for a bunch of seven inches. And uh, comes with a slip mat you should absolutely not use because slip mats put static onto your turntable and mess up your records. Anybody out there using a the slip mat, don't do it. Take it off. You only need like an acrylic platter. If you're going to put anything on top of your turntable, that should be it. And uh, check out, again, my po- my podcast, the Glacial Musical Podcast. We talk a lot about vinyl nerdism and vinyl care and vinyl collecting. They did do Bill Ward dirty. I'm going to be honest. Now, I will also say going back to the 13 record and the tour that followed, I think the mistake that Bill made was you don't agree to something before you get it in writing. Now, I think he or his lawyer, he did something on a handshake deal that he thought they were going to take care of him and they did not take care of him. And that breaks my heart a little bit. I did see, you know, Black Sabbath without Bill, which is a, a bummer. Um, how it goes. I would like to see them do one more show anyway and do one more show with Bill. I don't think he could do a tour, but if you asked Bill to come out for one show, he probably could handle it. I don't know that Ozzy is ever going to play live again, ever again. Like I, I know he wants to desperately tour and play shows. I'll sit in a chair But touring is so much more than the show, and he is so – just 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 makes me worry about him. So that's for another time. You've heard me say that before if you're a regular watcher of the show. Here's Metallica. Metallica played download tonight, and as I mentioned, they have one more show this weekend in England, and they're doing their M72 tour, and just a few Metallica highlights beside that really killer set list. We'll see what they do on – I wonder if they will honor the St. Anger anniversary. That would be interesting. I don't know if they, you know, when they have played those songs last at all. But uh, two things, Metallica, this is super cool. Metallica's offering a sale on their website, a giant vinyl bundle. So imagine if if you don't have all the classic Metallicas or the recent one or whatever, Metallica's selling all of their official releases in a bundle for under $500. And it comes out to like, we did the math on the podcast and I think we said it was like 28 to 32 vinyls, but all those records. So like if you were missing a huge swath of Metallica records for your collection, that's a pretty good price for those records. And if you got, you know, like I was looking up death magnetic, cause that's one I don't have and it's 30 bucks by itself. So like, again, if you had, you know, if you, you have a gap in your collection, this is a tremendous way to capitalize and get those metallic vinyls. I mean, I don't really want St. Anger. I mean, at some point, maybe I will. I don't have Load or Reload. I do think a Reload box set is coming, a Load and Reload thing. Um, don't have s one or two. Probably don't want one. Definitely would like two. I have the other. I have pretty much all the other ones. Um, yeah, I don't know. I thought that was a very good price. A really good deal, $500. Um, anywho, and what else did they do? They Raised over $200,000 in the month of May, their month of giving for their All Within My Hands Charitable Foundation, $200 to benefit the FarmLink Project, which takes farmers' leftover food and gives it to food banks in a timely fashion that helps families and communities. So super cool. Raise that money. Fans donating and buying things at auction and buying special merch from Metallica. They have done a very nice job with this foundation, as far as I can tell. Uh, the scholarship program, uh, the food banks, donating money to natural disaster victims and communities. So at least, you know, may hate them and may not like them anymore and have funny jokes to say about Lars's drumming. But these guys, at least they put their money where their mouth is and actually help people with it, with their billions. So good or multiple hundred millions, if not billions. So I think that's pretty cool. Almost to the end, this is Steve Austin of Today is the Day. Today is the Day is celebrating 30 years as a band. They are heading over. They're playing a hometown, home state show, technically. Steve Austin lives in Maine now on a on a farm. And uh, my homie and supporter of Ghost Cult, Colin Frecknall, is now in Steve's band after being a tour manager for the band for a while and a tech. And uh, they're going to play a hometown show. This photo, by the way, is shot by the amazing... Hillary Jason of Hillary Jason Photography, who has done some stuff with us in the past. You might know her work from Maryland Deathfest and Decibel Magazine. And so Steve is doing this anniversary show, and then he's doing, he's heading over to Belgium to play a big uh he's playing Hellfest, he's playing a one-off headline show in Belgium. There's going to be 30th anniversary releases. BMG bought the record label that had Steve's albums, and they're collaborating with Steve on a series of anniversary re- uh anniversary releases. Steve is a, a genius. I interviewed with him a few years ago. You can see here at the channel and at the Market Hotel in Brooklyn, which is a venue in uh Bushwick, Brooklyn where I used to live, and Steve is amazing and kind and a genius and he's produced a lot of bands and albums you love and half of Mastodon used to be his rhythm section uh or two guys in his band, so you know, killer killer stuff if you like. It's a very good time for avant-garde metal fans. Melvin's still strong as ever. Today's the day. Oxbow, new record coming soon. Uh, What was the tour that got announced with Boris? I mean, just so much awesomeness. So much awesomeness. Uh, Again, I am, if Raquel is still here, uh, I am. We talked last week. They dropped their single at midnight. Uh, Dreams always die with the sun. And now the music video is out everywhere where you can see it. I think it's, I believe it got up to 10K on YouTube. Uh, This is the super group, which features Johnny Kelly and Kenny Hickey from Typo Negative, Kirk Winstein from Crowbar and Down, and Todd Strange of Crowbar and Down fame. Uh, Amazing song. They're going into the studio to work on more music at the end of June. And we are going to definitely get a full release, at least an EP or an album, by the end of 2023. I just interviewed Johnny Kelly. That's going to probably be coming up either, probably in July at this point. But uh, incredible, incredible album. That's right, Lions at the Gate. I got that news a little too late to add it to the show this week. But I interviewed Christian, formerly Nino, And they have, they played, I think they played recently in LA. And they have more shows and tours coming up. So I am very excited about Lions at the Gate if you are an El Nino fan. I remember well when El Nino was El Nino and I opened for them. That's how far back I go with that band. And uh, Christian Machado was the bass player and Jorge from Marauder was the lead singer or metal vocalist when they were a little more of a hardcore band. But I like El Nino. I love Dave Chivari. S- you're super nice guys. You're right. And Lines of the Gate has a killer line of them, like metal musicians you would know beside Christian. So super cool. Very excited. But I am, check them out. This is amazing. Probably the best song I heard this week. Um Nita Strauss has a solo album coming out called The Call of the Void, coming out this summer on Sumerian Records. And she has been dropping these collab songs. She did one with Alice Cooper. Now she has one with Dorothy, one of the best rock singers out there right now uh, with no exaggeration. And the song called Victorious is crushing. They did a cool music video and it slaps. As the kids say, I'm very excited for this record. Usually these kind of records are all over the place, but what a cool combination of Nita and Dorothy. Um, Dorothy rules, in case you didn't know. Whoa, that's loud. Uh, Her last album that came out in 2022 was amazing. All right, almost done here, folks. Lacuna Coil dropped a new song, probably the first new song from their as-yet-unannounced new album, but Never Dawn is out now. I just saw them at Sick New World. They were awesome. They're touring. Record's done. We're just waiting to hear the announcement of it. I think they re-signed with Century Media, so we're going to get a big, big announcement about a brand-new album. I don't know if this Eclipse image has something to do with the artwork. Rancid new record we reviewed last week. Thank you, Scooter. Scooter, you are the winning at participating in this, uh, live stream. Thank you for being here, man. I really appreciate it. TikTok, you guys have slowed down. If anybody's going to jump on, jump on and say what's up. Um, Candlebox, this is actually the album cover for their last album, the live at the Neptune Theater. They just announced their new album, the long, I think it's the long goodbye. I did an interview with, uh, the lead singer of Candlebox about a year ago, and he was already saying like, "I'm." Uh, he is a also a relatively young child, and he's like I don't want to be singing far behind when I'm 65. I think they're going to walk away after this next album and world tour, and probably not that much of a world tour. We'll see about the demand, but he's wants to go out on top in his eyes, and he's in a good place. They I would their last record was tremendous and very underrated and very unsung, and so I feel like this new record with maybe like this last farewell album will. Hopefully, give them some eyeballs and ear ear holes. Uh, Oh, all right. At work as well. I hear you, bro. Um, I just wanted to put this meme here. I was led to believe there would be serotonin. I know how you feel, Kitty. Uh, I got jokes. This is really cool. Dark Angel just played in New York City last weekend. Uh, They are doing a, you know, Jim Durkin just passed away, and they're doing a tribute to him, Darkness Descends, the entire album. They played in New York with Prong and Whiplash and Ready for Death, a lot of New York City area bands. Whiplash is sort of slowly coming back and playing festivals and things. Prong, always killer. And uh, they're going to do another show, in, uh, another California show in San Francisco at the end of the month, and they're playing in festivals. They also just played Milwaukee Metal Fest. So um, Gene Hoagland gave an interview to Metal Hammer in Germany. So the interview is in German, but Dark Angel put out like a little newsletter post to their fans. I think it's on bands in town and on their socials where they translated a few quotes from Gene about how hard it is to go on without their friend. And, and I, and I guess Jim's health was bad for a while and he was not touring. So Gene's wife is actually the touring guitar player, Laura Christine. Uh, she's been in a bunch of bands. She's a heavy metal legend in her own right, but um, you know, I'm okay with dark angel continuing on in the memory of Jim And there's a new Dark Angel record apparently finished that we're going to hear at some point. So I'm excited about that. I would like to hear a new Dark Angel album. This is Grove Street. This is a killer new band signed to UNFD or Unified. Uh, I have not seen the Fear Factory lineup live because I went to the very first show of the Fear Factory Static X Tour just to see that singer, and then they got stuck in a snowstorm in LA, I think Prince, whose birthday was also this week, had a you know had a song. Sometimes it snows in April. Well, sometimes it snows in LA, and Fear Factory got stuck there. And I'm hoping when they come, either I go to a festival where they play, or they come around my way and I get within striking distance to see them because I'm super stoked to hear that guy live. Uh, but this is Grove Street, your new favorite hardcore band. Um, you know, Unified signs a lot of metalcore bands that do a little. Uh, dinosaur Scream. But uh, this band ki- is killer. Really like, has like power trip vibes to me a little bit. Um, hardcore and thrash mixed together. A lot of fun, a lot of energy. And I'm super excited to hear the full album because I just saw the single in the video. You ready to get nuts? You want to get nuts? The Flash movie is coming right around the corner. It's more like a Batman movie or a Flash dc universe movie but uh flashpoint is the comic book basis of the new flash movie it's got ben affleck as batman it's got michael keaton as batman it's got the very troubled Ezra miller has several versions of the flash but if you saw the recent trailer if you saw the recent trailer of the flash movie you might have heard pink floyd's classic song time in that trailer and that song is popping up everywhere because it was in the Eternals movie a couple of years ago. It's very used, you know, frequently used in trailers for movies, it's starting to become like the Gimme Shelter of Pink Floyd. And uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm pretty stoked on uh, I'm pretty stoked on this. I'm I'm more of a Marvel person than a DC person, but I will go see the Flash movie. And I don't know about the Transformers. I was told. To see Bumblebee and then see this new Transformers movie, which I never saw the Bumblebee movie, so yeah, we'll see. It came it comes out tomorrow. Oh, I lost my step and repeat here. Let me put it back. Um, couple more things for you. This story will not go away. Uh, Ramstein in all kinds of trouble. If you saw our show last week, they have responded now twice to allegations against the band, including a new one today through their management that was all in german i haven't had a chance to go through it and translate it nor has any other websites where we could credit them they certainly don't always credit me my peers but whatever and um you know we're waiting to see the result of this so far ramstein's tour is plugging along i know they sort of started doing a treasure hunt in europe for free tickets but uh yeah this is there's a little dark cloud over the band right now um We'll see where it goes, but I just wanted to mention that the band has finally responded several times to allegations against them. Um, Yeah, you don't want to find out that your bands are creeps or, you know, it's okay. Listen, a lot of people have different opinions. Fredrum is here, like Redrum with Fred. Um, A lot of people have differing opinions to me. I'm openly pretty liberal and more liberal than most, but I also grew up with many friends of different, you know, political bents and I try to listen to everybody. And even if I don't agree with them, I don't throw people away unless they're horrible. I don't throw them away based on their thing. Now, personally, I have a hard time separating the art from the artist on some occasions I will, but most of the time I can't. That's my personal choice. That's not ghost cults policy all the way through, but that's my choice as a fan and a lover of music and bands. So If there's proof of allegations and they're true and they become crimes, then you have to have a different take on things. Some people are just like, I don't care and I hate, you know, I only like what I like and I don't care about what they do or say. Pelagic Records is here, one of the best record labels in the world. Pelagic, chef's kiss on the new Ocean record and all the other stuff y'all put out. Thank you so much for everything and the support of Ghost Cult with your publicists and everything else. So yeah, I don't want to be, I don't really want to, I didn't want to even bring up this story again, but this, you know, sometimes you just have to. And since I made it a point to talk about it last week, I felt it was necessary to answer back this week. And speaking of Pelagic Records, and I mentioned The Ocean, you can also check out our new interview with Robin Stapps and Wesley Negron of Ghost Cult on our YouTube channel here. That was awesome. Let's talk a little bit about the new music that's coming out today. It's already today everywhere in the world. It is 1221 Pacific time. Uh, as far as I know, that means it's Friday. So happy Friday. Happy New Music Friday. And let's just run down the albums really quick that are out today. Uh, we have some atmospheric black metal from Aodon. We have The Arcane Order, which is a melodic death metal band. Black Rainbows, the killer psychedelic rock band from the owner of Heavy Psych Sounds. Their new album, Super Skull, is out today. The Bleeding is a thrash metal band on Redefining Darkness. We love that label. Gorge from hometown of St. Louis. Are you from St. Louis, Scooter? I may be in St. Louis later this year to see Metallica. I think that's the plan. Maybe we will meet up for a beer or a coffee. Um, but yeah, my podcast partner is Nick from Glacial Musicals, Le St. Louis. So, uh, Gallus is an alt rock band on Marshall Records. Geld, I love this record, on Relapse Records, Hardcore and Metal. Godflesh, always an event. Purge on their own Avalanche Records. Uh, Imperishable is a Sweet Death Sweet album band. Uh, Come Sweet Death, good name, on Hammerheart Records. Rat has a box set out, The Atlantic Years. We reviewed that. Scar Symmetry, Symphonic Progressive Metal Band's been gone for a while. They are back. Sixth Sense, kind of funny. Just a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the end of The Agonist. And now Vicky's new band, uh, Sixth Sense, one word, is out this week. And we did a pretty banging review of that. That album is called Fools Tomorrow on Sound Escape Music. Altar of Oblivion is Epic Doom. Boris in Uniform's album is out. Uh, on Sacred Bones, Tremendous. Let's see what else, what else. Oh, that's next week, sorry. So those are next week, my bad. (laughs) Uh, Altar of Oblivion and Boris are next week. Uh, There's a lot of bangers next week, including Creeping Death. But that's this week. That's just a handful of them. We have a lot of reviews out this week. A lot of good records out this week. So yeah, Um, I get carried away sometimes. I get so excited about the new albums coming out. That means we're almost at the end of the show. Funko dropped a bunch of new Funko pops. I don't know if you ever noticed the Funko pops right behind me. And again, I always like taking this opportunity to share. This is a Funko pop of me. The hat is missing. I think I have a hat over here somewhere. You can see the trucker hat uh, here. Uh, pretty gangster. My friends made this of me. It's pretty awesome. He's got a beer can and a microphone, just like me. So I'll, I'll hold them up so you guys can see on the small screens. You can go to the Funko headquarters and make a custom Funko. I think it's pretty fun. And I have him next to my Dio right here, which is recent. So Funkos put out some new Funkos, music Funkos, including Ozzy from Patient Number 9, Cindy Lauper, because she's so unusual from my hometown of New York, Uh, Papa Emeritus 4 of Ghost, kind of dressed in his his wardrobe from a few tours ago, the uh, Imperator. And la da 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 da, Snoop Dogg, do Snoop Dogg. Uh, a new Snoop Dogg Funko. There's a few. I think Snoop Dogg has his own Funko shop in Compton or Long Beach. Is that right? That's wild. He loves the Funko's. I think he's got a whole room in his crib dedicated to them. And here's me waiting for the mail. And so that means it's time for the mailbag, the last segment of the show before the goodbyes. So I know you've been waiting for this. This we're over an hour today. Sorry about that. I'm just taking my time getting through the show today. This is a long day of work and a long day of ghost cult work. So here we go. Uh, I got an awesome thing in the mail. It was kind of a thing I might've showed off once before. I'm gonna move my keyboard. I'm gonna take this box here that was hiding in the shadows. What is this? This is awesome. I got this is, uh, I'm going to spoil it now. I got this from, let me do the thing I never do. I'm going to embiggen myself. So you can see what the thing is. I forget this every week to do this. So Z2 Comics, I'm a huge fan. And they do these awesome graphic novel collaborations with bands they Have done a whole score of incredible stuff. Alice Cooper, uh, Skillet did a sci fi comic book they co wrote. Andy Black wrote his own comic book store origin story. Uh, Baby Metal and Clutch and a bunch of others and uh, Spirit Box are all on Z2 Comics. And so, a couple of years ago, for the end, all right, peace, yo. Um. I hear you. I am also vinyl obsessed. Thanks for being here, Scooter. We appreciate you. I'm a huge Anthrax fan, as you can see. If you're seeing this on the big screen, you see my back patch on my vest over there is Anthrax. I'm from the Bronx, New York. We're two members of Anthrax before. So when Anthrax put out their 40th anniversary merch and their live stream documentary series and their live stream concert in LA and all this stuff, they did a collab with Z2 comics about the Not Man and the history of the book. It was written by some of the greatest writers and illustrators, including uh, Anthrax's own Charlie Venante, who you see a lot of his artwork now. Um, written by Scott Ian, Corey Taylor of Slipknot, Rob Zombie, Gerard Way, Mikey Way, Grant Morrison, Brian Posehn, Jimmy Palmiotti, Brian Azzarello, Rick Remender, Joe Troman, and so many more. And so they put out this Anthrax Among the Living graphic novel. And I was able to get just the graphic novel when it came out. But I didn't get their big... They put out like a whole line of merch and a picture disc and all that. So I, they had a sale a while back and I capitalized on the sale and got the Among the Living special edition illustrated Among the Living... uh, Album, picture disc, which I'll show in a second. But also, also, they did this giant version of the graphic novel. I'm trying not to get packing peanuts all over my studio, which is also my bedroom. So I'm trying to be chill. But look at this guy. It's in the slip case. I'm going to show it off right now. This is substantial. This will go on your bookshelf and be ran. I'm going to try to... I did not open this before this. Normally, I did open the box, but I didn't open the... Uh, material. Here, give me one second. Just wanted to make sure I got the uh, wrap off this thing without damaging the book. That would be bad. All right, I'll take it off the desk so everybody can not have their eardrums wrecked. So yeah, this is this is pretty killer. So I had the comic book grade, but this is a hardbound book in a slipcase and the picture disc. And I'm going to try to just get this open quick. Here is it out of the wrap. Nice and glossy, beautiful. And the back has some credits. They're kind of embossed. So not quite raised, but just uh, printed. And then here's the book. Oh, I think there's a poster. Oh, sick, the judge dread. I am the law. That's going on the wall, folks. Oh, there's more. Wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. Oh, there's a few of these. Okay, cool. So there's uh, some of the main covers. That's the classic Among the Living. I think Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead did that cover. And here's another one. OMG. Sick. You guys can see that. And then the book, the hardcover version. I have so many. I'm a big comic book fan and a huge Anthrax fan. So this is just beautiful. This is the hardcover version of the Z2 Comics Anthrax Among the Living book, and I'm so stoked that I have it. And then also, also, let's try to get the uh, picture disc. I'm not a big picture disc person. My podcast partner, Nick Cameron, told me that picture discs actually don't sound that good compared to just straight-up vinyl, and... Maybe they play funny on some turntables, so I don't get a lot of picture discs. I did unbox one a couple of weeks ago where I got those uh, seven-inch singles from Nuclear Blast, right? And I, I those are all etched singles with an etching on the back, and I was like, that's kind of worth having. That's unique, and it was cheap, you know, inexpensive, not cheap certainly. But uh, I'm not a big picture disc person, and of course, I was oh, a huge Anthrax fan. I have multiple copies of Among the Living including the big deluxe remaster they did a few years ago. But here is the vinyl. I just want to take it out and show it off. And no Mylar. Always put your vinyl in Mylar when you get them, because the paper puts static on your vinyl, which you don't want. But here it is. I'll put this in the Mylar as soon as I can. And here is the picture disc. It's pretty rad, right? Front and back. Front and back. Very cool. Very creepy. And hella worth it. I I sometimes do some retail therapy like most music fans. And so that's, yeah, that's, that's the mailbag. I think if I put the slideshow back in for a second and I shrink myself again. I did a couple of slides where if you want to check it out a little differently than it looks on the screen. Mila is here. Hi, Mila. Thanks for being here. We're at the end of our rock and metal news show. Thanks for joining the broadcast. We appreciate you. And um, so here's the picture disc. Here's the cover and the slip case. So that's fun. That's a fun addition to my bookshelf. And the end is nigh. This is from Watchmen. Uh, speaking of comics, one of the greatest comic books of my whole life. I read it in high school the first time. Alan Moore, you're a crazy genius. And this is uh, Rorschach without his mask on, walking around with the end is nigh sign. So that means the show is over. So, you know what that means. It's time for the ending. You have been watching Ghost Cults, the weekly ritual. If you like what you saw and you made it this far, you just showed up. Thanks for being here. Please give us a like or a follow on social media at Ghost Cult Man for constant content about rock and metal, band interviews, festival reviews, album reviews. We have already reviewed, I think, close to 500 albums this year. We did 600 all the last year. Whoa. Uh, Not me personally. I've only done a few. Um, But yeah, you've been watching our show. Thanks for being here once again. And as we say every week at this juncture of the show, it is a tough time in the world. So please take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and stay as metal as humanly possible. Peace out and have a great weekend.